Outrageous Fun Podcast. <laughs> That's not it. Are you ready? The Outrageous Fun Podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to cross my arms and feel terrible on the inside. Wow, dude. That's electric. <laughs> Let's All go. Right. Outrageous Fun Time. Is it episode 69? It is. Oh my god, we should have planned for this. Nothing uh, Nothing to see here, just episode 69. Episode 69. Listen. Yo, you know what's kind of weird? We're adults. We're adults. We don't need to acknowledge 69 jokes, but if you do have something, please acknowledge it. Dude, 69 is one of those things that's still, <laughs> still to this day, like, you know, the classic Gronk thing where every time he hears the number 69, he smiles. I still smile yeah. every single time. Like, you can't yeah, not smile a little too. bit. What a weird cultural thing, huh? Really fucking weird. Um, also, 69, weirdly enough, like, the symbol for a cancer, like, the astrological sign of a cancer is a sideways 69, which is kind of weird. So, there's that. Yeah, I agree. Are you, are you a cancer? I am a cancer. Brat. So, I'm super emotional. And, uh, actually, that checks out, so... Sideways 69, dude. Sideways 69. <laughs> um... Yeah, Sideways 69. Wow, I can't believe it's episode 69. Times are flying by, bro. I know, right? That's kind of crazy. That's Times a lot are, of apps. I mean, I feel like just... How many episodes have we had just in quarantine? Four? Five? I don't I don't even want to crunch that number. I mean, think about how fast this month... month I think this done. is number five in quarantine. I think it's something like that. Let me ask you That's a question. Crazy. Let me ask you a question about quarantine. Are you like no, me? I'm, no, I'm not having a good time. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's kind of the the ballpark that my question's in. So, I personally like every day during quarantine, I look forward to it being nice out. Well, you're different mm-hmm. because you're not stuck in your house, in your apartment. But yeah. I personally enjoy when it's nice out because even though I can't go outside all day because I'm working, I'd rather it be – like I want to go for a walk at some point. Like I like when it's nice out. My roommate gets super depressed when it's nice out during yep. quarantine. I am someone who gets depressed when it's nice out, like, and if it was, like, if I have a lot of work to do, this doesn't really, like, this applied a lot during grad school, like, when it was the weekend, and Mm. I would have to study, and it was raining, I was pumped up, because I was just like, fuck yeah, like, all my friends are not going to be doing anything sick that I'm missing out on, which I realize is a super fucked up thought, but that's how my brain Yeah, I mean, there's, it's definitely a recipe for for problems down the line. (laughs) Yeah, but hey, I recognize it, I rec, hey, Dylan, that's not a great way to think about things, so I think that now, like, if it's a work day and it's raining, it's fucking miserable because I'm outside all day, so like, I love the nice days now. See, like, me... That makes total sense. Me, I don't know if it's because I'm a little weird, but like I'm very directly affected by the weather. Like if it's rainy, no matter – even if I have to study all day, like if it's raining and shitty out, I feel less good no matter what. Yeah. Like even if I'm in my basement locked away, if it's shitty outside, I'm just just the the knowing that I can't go outside and enjoy the fresh air sucks. Like I, I hate that. Like, I need the freedom yeah. of knowing I can go out and enjoy outside. Maybe I'm fucking I feel crazy. That. I think I I'm feel, a I mean, cuckoo. it's either, I think both, I, let's just call a spade a spade here. I think that this experience 
uh, for, you know, the total of human mankind has realized that each and every single one of us is fucking crazy. So, Joseph, That's... you are fucking crazy, but guess what, my handsome friend? You are not alone. Thanks, man. I really needed that. And speaking of crazy, if you can, I'm going to let you guess what I'm wearing right now. You No way you can guess. There's no way you can guess what I'm wearing right now. <laughs> um, is it like a shirt-pants combo? It's, I mean, you could just go based on the shirt. Wait, and... wait, wait, hold on. Would I judge your pants and would I judge your shirt or would I only judge one of those things? The pants have nothing to do with this. The pants are pretty standard. Okay. But the okay. shirt, it, it's you wouldn't judge the shirt, but it's just like, wait, why now? Why today? Why are you doing that? Um, It's not like a formal shirt, is it? <laughs> no, but it's like, it's very situation specific. <laughs> Hold on. I have to tell this little tidbit. I'm treating this woman right now whose husband is 99 pushing 100. And I'm like, this guy's a king, dude. What a and boss. Dude, oddest part about this guy is he is he if you guessed if you if you guessed how old he was, you would think he was like 82, which is fucking the most crazy thing ever. Damn. So like I was talking to him, he's just like, "Oh hey, Dylan, what's going on?" I was like, "Oh hey, how you doing, man? You uh, are you okay?" And he's just like, "Oh yeah, you know, all is well. I've been talking to some of my friends. I've been doing a little bit of work." I'm like, "Dude, you're fucking 99. What are you talking about? Go take a nap, bro. Go like, take, chill." And his the reason I brought that up is because I said, "Are you wearing something formal?" Because he does have the greatest 99 year old pushing 100 year old outfit of all time. Every single time I've gone into his house, he's wearing. High white socks, yes. a pair of boxer shorts, like huge boxer <laughs> shorts, and a button-down shirt, like a like a baby blue like suit shirt, like that you would wear with. And he oh, and he just walked. Hey, what's up, Dylan? What's going on? Like, Wait, when man. you say when you say boxer shorts, boxer shorts, like they're what? not briefs, they're shorts. So like they're big and baggy. Yeah, but they're they're underwear though. Underwear, yes, he's in his underwear. So he's just, in, but like, aren't boxers the ones with like the flaps that are pretty loosey goosey with the button? Yeah, uh, is he hanging? Is he hanging dong all over no, the apartment? Not. No, he's okay. Not. But if he, dude, if he was though, would you say something? He's not no. I was hoping he was. I was like, fuck yeah, yeah that's like the dream yeah. to be ninety nine hanging dong all around the apartment, no matter what company <laughs> comes over. The dream. <laughs> yeah. He's the shit, dude. He's like, it's so ridiculous how casual, like, casual of a man he is. I'm just like, I don't understand how sharp-witted you are. But anyway, back to your outfit. Let me try and guess. Oh, it's yeah. not so something, I'll, I'll give not you something one, formal. It's not something formal. I'll give you one guess because let's be real. Who wants to listen to this? Yeah. I'm going to say a Gucci shirt. Do I look like the person who owns a Gucci shirt? Don't answer Fucking that question. <laughs> Don't answer the question. <laughs> well, yeah, no, it's not a good. Gucci shirt, Dylan. No, uh, I'm wearing a full – I'm wearing a Yankee, New York Yankees pinstripe jersey, button-up jersey, and Yankee hat right now. Yikes. Are you okay? I, I'm going to explain it. One, I miss Is baseball. I, I'm No, I miss baseball – because the season's obviously not happening right now. So I was just like thinking about it. So I put my Yankee hat on this morning. And then I found my Aaron Judge jersey and I was like, wow, like baseball jerseys are so breathable and like airy with like the buttons. And you know what? I'm in a comfy mood. So fuck it. I'm putting on my jersey. So I put it on this morning thinking I would get changed for the episode. But I was like, once I went outside and felt the breeze underneath my like breastuses, I was like, this is what I'm wearing for sure. Mm. So that's where I'm at. 
I'm, I'm feeling comfy prov- as shit. I'm gonna provoke. I'm gonna provoke the bear a little bit. Know that this is coming from not a place of like I'm gonna provoke you to piss you off. It's just like I think that this would spark an interesting conversation with you specifically. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Do you think it's weird to wear a player's jersey who's the same age as you? I thought about that before. I don't think it's weird. Okay. Because like, because most we're at that age where most athletes are like our age, which sucks for us. It's yeah. so depressing. You know what? That's what I'll, I'm not even gonna. I mean, I think pretty much most people have come to terms with how weird that could be wearing somebody's name. That's honestly. Wait, how about this? People wear like college athletes on their back. Yeah. That blows my mind. Like that's a child. You're wearing a children's jersey. <laughs> Like, yeah. that is so weird to like, me. Like, when you're, like, 40 wearing, like, a 20-year-old's jersey, like, that's super weird. But also, like, let's try and get in the in the, in the the head of, like, the person who does do that. And they, they're probably just like, I don't give a fuck. I love Aaron Judge or some shit, you know? Yeah, no, 100%. Like, I get it because I'm there. But also, like, college is weird. College sports have never tickled me the right way. Like, I, I think, don't like... Yeah, I think that we I don't just don't it. have an appreciation for that at all. But, like, I maybe as you all. get... You know what's a fun psychology... To think about, like, maybe, just maybe, if, like, <laughs> if you're, like, older. Let's say you, Joe, get older and you're, like, 50. And, like, the Yankees have some, like, 20-year-old stud. <laughs> and, like, you had a kid also and he's, like, around 20 years old. And, like, maybe you wanted him to be a baseball player. <laughs> but, like, he didn't live up to his potential. So, like, you buy that 20-year-old stud jersey and you wear that and you watch him. And, like, you hope, like, those diehard Yankee fans that just, like, are fucking glued to the TV and like when they win they feel it and when they lose they fucking feel it and it's just like they're just really investing themselves in like that young player and it's like their son they wanted to have. So let me ask you you a question based on what you just said. Are you just telling me my future? Because that sounds exactly on the like the track of odd. It sounds like what? It sounds like exactly what my father went through. I know I was a slight disappointment in the athletic department <laughs> and I know that he had higher hopes for where I ended up. So all, I I already know where my son's going to end up, and I already know where I'm going to want him to end up, but they're not the same thing. I don't you know? think I'm going to push my kids into... I think I'll push my kids into sports and baseball, but, like, if they don't like it, I don't think I'll give a shit. No, I agree. I'm with that. Like, I am going to do everything your, yeah. rational, anything, mm-hmm. ra- everything rational and, like, moral to push baseball on my kid in a safe way because I just love baseball so much. <laughs> I just love baseball. I'm going to make sure they understand it enough where they can decide if they like it. Yeah, 100%. I That's, do, I think, the best I'll way. I'll do though. the same thing. I'm saying that, but I know I'm going to, like, not be able to accept my son or daughter that doesn't love baseball. Like, I'm not even going to get it. I'm going to be like, no, I oh, really? So we're a, not friends. I think that you have a, a much deeper passion for baseball than I do. So I think in those words. I do have a weird, I do have a weird, weird love for baseball. It's, like, unhealthy, kind of. <laughs> but it it's, is. yeah, but, you know, loving the Yankees, it's, like, really fun to love the Yankees. It's awesome to love the Yankees. It's a Yankees really good investment. That's what sport like I like I would say that it's interesting you brought up the um like how you're just missing baseball. And I actually mm. was thinking about that too. And like me and you are not sports guys at all. And like we're missing it. No, we it. just love and we're baseball. missing it, dude. Imagine being someone who like like we have friends who live literally their lives are devoted to watching sports. And they've yeah. been deprived of that. Like, we're not those guys. But sheesh, I wonder how those guys are doing. I'll tell you right now, my roommate works for NBC Sports. And he has been, like, 
He, I told, I don't know if I talked about this last week. He'll be playing like online video games, like sports games, and he gets so much more into them now because it's all he has. Like it's all. <laughs> he just bought. He just bought a headset, dude. He bought a headset so he could talk shit. He's like literally playing online with people, and now I'm getting to the point where I'm starting to miss sports a lot. So when he's playing a baseball video game, I'm in his room, like fucking getting so into it because it's all I have now. Yeah. So like, every I think everybody's losing it, man. It's really getting to that point. It is, dude. It so is, man. Let's just have um, let's do three ohms for everyone just to center themselves. Are you down? Yeah, I'm down. Ready? Ohm. Oh. <laughs> I can't do two more of those, two more, dude. Two more. I can't. All right. Oh. One more. <laughs> Last one. Oh, oh. <laughs> ridiculous that that just happened. That's good shit. But I feel better. I, I feel, feel better. centered, dude. Do you? I feel centered as shit. <laughs> I feel so centered. Oh, but yeah, I'm yeah. Baseball, dude. I do miss it as well. Baseball's just—it's not just a sport. It's just like a—it's a feeling. I don't it is know. A feeling. I don't. We don't need to get any more into it. But yeah, it just that's makes enough me baseball feel talk for right now. Yeah, we'll, we'll take it's enough for baseball a talk. Bit. Yeah, so we'll yesterday, but that's what I'm dressed in. <laughs> yeah, right. And my white and my white socks. And and boxer shorts. No, I have joggers on. I kept oh, nice. it PG. Cool. Um, so yesterday, I definitely cracked a little bit i would say like i would say like this week was probably one of my breaking points and i was talking i don't know maybe i was talking to you and i was saying that like the goal for me at first was to like stay like oh like work out and fucking like work out i'm gonna fucking lose weight yeah i'm gonna lose weight i'm gonna finally and it's just now that we're four weeks in i'm like all right you know how about we just don't gain anything if i come out of this and <laughs> 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 that's fucking funny <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just like let's just do it like why are you trying to be a fucking hero right now just like stay neutral big guy and yesterday like i've been doing a really good job of my diet was i think that when things get super stressful i've in the past definitely gained weight like finals week i would always gain weight like at the end of the semester yeah. And like, dude, during the my, the last time I really gained weight. So like, this is my you know, talk about weight loss journey and outrageous fun. Like, this shit started a year and like three months ago, four months ago. I had mm-hmm. one relapse during that time, and it was during the summertime on on fatness on fatness, yeah. And okay. um, it was during the time when I was studying for the boards because I was just so fucking stressed out from like studying for the boards that I couldn't I remember thinking like all right Dylan like you can handle the stress of like having to study for this insane test but you can also not um (laughs) you cannot keep fat Dylan in hiding right now like fat Dylan needs to yeah you gotta pick one like I I didn't have enough brain space to control fat Dylan and also study hard Dylan like one of them had to be living to allow the other one to, you know what I mean? Like it was just like, oh, yeah. it couldn't happen. But now I've actually, like, this is a similar amount, probably not as stressful, honestly, as my board exams, which is kind of crazy, but um, it's not. And 
but recently I've just been like, towards the end of this week, I was just like, oh my God, like I've been so good on my diet. Like I've really been cheating. And guess what I had for a cheat last night? It was a classic, right. a classic Fat Dylan cheat. That And you could okay. buy it at 7-Eleven. You could buy it at 7-Eleven? All right. So I have a couple questions about it. Okay. okay. Is it a sweets or is it a, a savory? A, a sweets. Okay. It's definitely Ben and Jerry's ice cream. It is... The latter of it was correct. Okay, so it was Hagen Dazs mm-hmm. vanilla bean. No, no. Oh, no. it was Talenti, bro. It was Talenti. It was Talenti. Bro. You <laughs> love Talenti. Was it the fucking? Was it the peanut butter one, or was it like the cinnamon swirl? No, it what, was what, chocolate one? chip cookie dough, which is something oh, they don't have at Sevs. Usually, when I have Talenti gelato from Sevs, I usually get like Southern pecan. Remember? So yeah, Southern pecan. But this, yeah, that's I had a good that one. in my hand, and then I saw the chocolate chip cookie dough, and I was like, ooh, I bet that slaps, dude. I had full ooh. pint to the face of uh, Talenti Gelato and watched an episode of Queer Eye, and I've never felt more happy. I thought you were going to say, and I cried. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly... To be quite frank, I like might have like teared up. I definitely I watched literally my favorite episode of Queer that like has ever made me feel the most. I watched that which one? Uh, the one with the Indian guy who had like the really long oh, beard. Great one. Oh great god, one. it just fucking tickles the heartstrings. That one, and I was just yeah, like, I'm gonna really watch does. my favorite Queer Eye episode. I'm gonna have a fucking pint of ice cream. I might cry mm. a little bit, and I'm gonna wake up tomorrow. I'm gonna be fat fucking back, and I feel back. <laughs> You feel you sound back, honestly. I'm. I love, dude. You need to let it go. Once you need in a while. to let like, it go. Like this, keeping that Matt shit got, together. You, it, it's not you got in my head. I did last week. Yeah, because I had Easter dinner, and I first of all, I had the dumbest amount of food. Easter. <laughs> after after we recorded, I had such a dumb amount of intake. It was like disgusting. I had three desserts. It was disgusting. But anyway, so. That was the one day, and that we'll chalk we'll chalk holidays up as a hard L. Holidays, every time. Is, yeah. Holidays. And then the whole week, I was like snacking after dinner, and I had my roommate come up to me at one point. I think it was like Wednesday, and he was just like, "Hey, man, uh, you know, I'm kind of surprised at how much you've been snacking. You're usually super healthy, mm. and you've been really letting yourself snack at night. Like, good for you, but like, and I was like." Yo, what the fuck, dude? You're like, like get out of my dude. grill first. Yeah, I was like, get out of my grill first of all. I'm doing what I got to do. Classic, and then classic me, defensiveness. <laughs> yeah, classic defensiveness. And then me and you were doing our morning thing. Yep. We were doing Cup of Joe, and I mentioned that I had like four bowls of cereal Saturday night, <laughs> which was true. And I had four bowls of cereal Saturday night, and then I had the remaining two bowls that were left after I got back from Easter extravaganza, which is disgusting. So I remember telling you that, and you said, damn, boy, you're going to be rolling out of quarantine all chubby. And I was like, yo, wait, I don't want to, though. I don't want to do that, though. Yeah. And I freaked out, and I got mad at self-conscious, so sorry. fuck you. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> so, no, it's okay. Subtle, that's it's what okay. friends are for. And I think, though, that... During this time, like, to expect, like, I'm, I've never in my whole life been working on myself harder than I have been in the past year and a half. And I, that probably, 100%, that probably I would goes, say like, same. I've never, ever put this much effort into working on myself. And it's just like, yo, like, you had 26 years of habits that you were fucking doing. 
nothing's like a year and a half is not a lot of time to like expect yourself to break those like live break all those habits and just like fucking crush it and especially during a time of the most unprecedented time in our life history oh yeah so like cut yourself some fucking breaks my friends seriously <laughs> bro like cut, let let loose and honestly just not tighten to it get back deep, up just, just tighten it back up yeah not to get deep but i think this is a good time for a little bit of introspection here like I think going through something like a weight loss journey, I think a weight loss journey is the perfect, the perfect thing to learn from as, as far as like realizing it's not about cutting things out completely. Like you don't have to just never touch sugar again or never touch like a a carb again. Like that's ridiculous. You just need to learn what you can do and like, and how to keep yourself healthy. It's so about moderation. You know what I mean? Like for me it was like – It's about the same – yeah. It's so about like I – until, like, I really got down to, like, a low weight that I'd never been at before and, like, and maintained and, like, what it takes to maintain that. Because you know that, like, I would lose it and then just gain it back for years and years. And, like, I've kept mm-hmm. it off. Like, I've kept all of it off for, like, basically a year and a half now. And it's just, like, mm-hmm. it really is about, like, for me, I realized that it was about moderation of just, mm-hmm. like, not having – not like going into a finals and then like coming home and like getting seven slices of pizza. <laughs> That's what it's about. Might as well make it. A, might as well make it a full pie if you're going to go seven. Yeah. Bro. Why would I get seven? But like seriously, sometimes why I would, would just get go seven? get like five specialty slices because like, dude, you, if you get a pie dude, pizza, you ate a pie pizza. But if you yeah. had seven specialty slices, is it worse than a pie pizza? It's, but for sure. But in your brain, you could say it wasn't a full pie. It's also seven different things. You know. Yeah. I'm picturing you. I'm picturing you at your very worst. Buying a pizza wanna... and then just folding, be like being like, "Don't cut it," folding it in half and just fucking housing like a pizza sandwich. You're not far off. That's what I picture. You're not far off. On your worst day, I, I can imagine that. Dill, could I be honest have with some you? Views. I could. Be, I gotta. Let's get real for a second. Do you think? In your gut, in your true gut, you know me better than anybody knows me. Do you think that your worst day is worse than my worst day, food-wise? Realistically. Food-wise? I think, yeah, like who's eaten the most in like a binge sitting? I feel like it's really close. Is it like a, like we both, is it just like consumption? Are we talking about like how much of a piece of shit you feel also? Because honestly, like. No, no, no. I mean, we both. You take. I, I usually feel like don't feel like pride, enough of a piece of shit. You take pride in it. I do. And I, 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 I do. don't take pride in it. Dude, in, oh, I, I, think I love that, it. You know, I, you know I like, look like, forward to it. That is a, clearly the healthier way to think about it because you're in much better shape than me. So, like, you do need. <laughs> right? Like, fucking. Wow, great, who do we think's point. doing it right? Probably fucking you. Well, dude. Th- and it's like. That's I, the only thing that got me through, like, starting to eat healthy. Yeah. Like, seriously, cheating, when I was, like, freshman you have in college. To cheat. Is yeah, I would designate one day to like I would get you know yeah. I would get Taco Bell Chinese food pancakes fucking get weird with it and then I was like all right now I can't possibly do that every day this yeah. week like might as well eat I healthy. think like and That's you, what but you know through. what I've also realized like during this time too is like I did not feel bad about my Talenti gelato last night like I was just like dude you needed something like this sometimes like. You're a grown ass man, but sometimes you're so weak that you need to have a pint of ice cream, and like that's okay. Yeah. Um, exactly, and it's question. not like you're smoking crystal meth. You know what I mean? It's not like you're like, oh, I deserve <laughs> this meth this cream. time. Like, just it's just some ice yeah. cream. Um, 
I would say that I honestly think that you, quantity-wise, eat have eaten more than me. I would say that. I I would say it's it's pro- that might be true. Is my this is what I'm you saying? Have a, I, it's pretty ridiculous. You have a a way about you that just allows you to fill <laughs> just open the floor. Yeah, it's just like I don't even know where it's going. Like, how do you? How do I look at your body? And I've like I was with you through breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and like. I literally am fucking, it looks like someone took like a basketball inflation device, stuck it in my belly and pumped me up 12 times. And you're still rocking like kind of abs, but like you've eaten twice as much as me. And I'm like, where the fuck did it go? Dude, I have two funny things to say. First of all, think about the amount of times I've eaten myself to the point where I couldn't move. That happens a lot. And Frank, dude, Frankie did that last week and his girlfriend like called me and was like, yo, your brother just ate so much. He's like crying. Like, do you know what to do? And I was just like, he just needs, he just needs to wake this one out. Like it'll it'll go down. But, uh, dude, I, oh shit. I forgot what I was going to say. How unfortunate of me. That sucks. Hmm. You had, you gotta hate when you forget what you were about to say. That happens to me a lot. That sucks. That's all right. Dude. You're disoriented. You're living. In oh, I remembered. Time. I remembered. I remembered what happened. So one time, my godmother, my aunt Lisa, took me out to dinner because my parents were like at a show. My brother was like sleeping at a friend's house. It was just us, which I don't think has happened one time since, which is pretty funny to think about. But anyway, so it was just me and my aunt Lisa. We went to Ruby Tuesdays. Classic. I'll never oh, forget this for the rest of my life. Don't Ruby say Tuesdays. restaurant names. So, <laughs> oh, I, oh, sorry. Whatever. We oh, went to Ruby PTSD. Tuesdays, though. And <laughs> and I ordered a full rack of ribs and a side of mashed potatoes, and I got the salad bar. So at this point, I was, by the way, I was 11 years old. I so I'm 11, 11 years old. I got a full... Ordering ribs. 11-year-olds ordering Dude, ribs is the funniest thing. I'll take yeah, a full rack of ribs. My aunt, when I, when I ordered it, my aunt was like, you want what? You want a rack of ribs? I was like, yeah, I usually get a full rack. Like a half rack's only like six ribs. I'm not going to only eat six ribs, Aunt Lisa. <laughs> so she's like, all right, fine. It's, I don't think you're going to finish it, but okay. So I'm like, yeah, fuck it. You just wait, lady. <laughs> so the, the rack of ribs comes. It's got like onion rings, mashed potatoes, broccoli. I'm fucking eating all this food. And I s- slaughter this meal. I clean the plate. After like three bowls of salad, and I slaughter this meal. So now she's like about to get the check. And the guy comes back, and he's like, oh, does anybody want dessert? And I was like, yeah, well, uh, do you have a menu? And my, my aunt's like, what? I was like, yeah, what? I don't. I want to see a menu. What if there's something good? So the fucking bring the menu, and I ordered a brownie sundae. And I ate the whole brownie sundae, like, in my aunt's face. She's not even touching it. She's just, like, watching me. And I'm, like, eating this thing, and I felt... Fine. And she, to this day, tells that story at, like, every family <laughs> gathering because it was so impressive. It's like, it was like, I was 11, That's, dude. That is Disgusting. Impressive. That reminds me yeah. of um, <clears throat> my Aunt Frances, R.I.P. It was uh, Abuelita's, like, sister-in-law. Oh, R.I.P. But she was, she was equally as mm-hmm. cool as uh, Abuelita was the shit, but Aunt Frances was also pretty dope. And... I'll say what Aunt Frances had a good name. Frances is a dope. Frances Baron, dude. She was you would have liked her. She was a she was oh. a good Italian. She was a good Hell Italian yeah. woman, and love a good Italian. Um, woman. she came and watched me for like two weeks one time when I was in pre K, and uh oh, this is this is like it was more just inspired by like aunts, but um, oh, okay. so she was older. She was like a, she was like a grandma figure to me, and 
she was just like, okay, like your mom, Dylan, uh, she said that you get uh, a bowl of life cereal. And I was like, no, we, I get Captain Crunch. There's Captain Crunch in there, right? And she was like, oh, well, she said that only on Fridays you get half Cheerios. That's what it was, half Cheerios and half Captain Crunch. And I was like, no, she just lets me eat Captain Crunch all the time. I was like, four or five. <laughs> <laughs> This is when my pathological liar state started. I was fucking four. Just when it started. And I was yep. like, nah, nah, nah. She lets me eat the Captain Crunch. So for, and like, she was just like, which bowl? I was like, big bowl. She gets me the big bowl. Full bowls of Captain Crunch only. <laughs> she actually just pours milk in yeah. the box. So like, I remember for uh, a whole time, always bring that up. She was just like, I remember when I watched Dylan and he convinced me that he ate Captain Crunch every day. Ah. Uh, <laughs> First of all, could she could she tell that story before you got skinny? Oh yeah, dude. I got cheese for Christmas on my birthday. Like, I was a fucking fatty. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, it was pretty apparent that you were heavy. It was huh? heavy. Damn, that's upset. That's pretty there's that's pretty that's sad, but it's not. Good but it old is a little. You have jazz hands going? I have some jazz hands going for you. Childhood obesity. Pew. Dude, think about what we used to do. We used to get home and like eat a full box of like taquitos all day. Like we used to do. We used to be animals. But I digress. digress as well. Um. So, what uh, what have you been up to this week as far as everything? Um, work has picked up. I want to tell the story. I'll tell the story. Fuck it. Um. <clears throat> yeah, tell the story. Fuck so, it. So. I'm treating. Ooh, I don't. I don't know if I want to. Wait, let me let me just intro this for a second, guys. If you haven't seen our post, Dylan has been treating um, COVID nineteen patients as of pretty recently, and um, so he's been dealing with a whole new bag yeah. of worms or can of worms. Yeah. So I don't know if, how many people actually know that or saw the beautiful emotional video that I made for yeah, Dylan saying that thank was, you. That uh, was we get. Did yo? Can I ask you about that video? Talked about it on the when you saw it, I literally. Yeah, I don't I think had a panic attack. Did you want to yeah, kill I yourself? I totally yeah. did. I totally, totally <laughs> did. Dude, because so when I'm so I good. Continue. Go when ahead. When I saw it, I wasn't treat. This is actually like a weird psychological thing. Like I, yeah. When I first saw it, I wasn't really treating like that much COVID yet. Um, like I had like Mm -hmm. one person on my caseload. So I felt like, and like, while I'm still treating other people and like, I'm in the healthcare field and like when I'm with patients who aren't, uh, COVID positive, like it's all, it's all centered around this. So like, but I'm not, Mm -hmm. I I didn't feel like I was directly in the fight. Like I didn't feel like I was on like the front lines, like everyone's saying. So I felt like very undeserving Mm -hmm. of like all that attention and love, which was kind of kind of weird and mm. deep uh but then after th- <laughs> dude after this week i literally have like like 75 percent of my caseload now is all covid and i was just like oh fuck yeah i totally deserve that praise bitches give it to me oh give it to I me all shit out of that. give it to me all <laughs> so yeah now i feel better about that video if it came well, out at this week so i would have been w- jacked up but like when it happened i was just not ready for it you know, that's the one thing I think I would have changed. I would have probably waited, but I was so, so when I came up with the idea to make the video, it was after you told me that you were going to start having to take COVID patients. So I texted Emily, your girlfriend, and I was just like, Hey, 
I'm thinking of doing this. And I texted a bunch of people. I was like, I'm trying to put this video together. Send me a video saying thanks to Dylan. So I had all this shit and everybody did it so quick. Like I knew when you were going to start seeing patients, but they did it so fast. And I was like, oh damn, I better start working on this video. And then I like did a good That's job right. on the video and I was like, oh shit, this is like looking good. Yeah. So I was like all proud of the video. And then I was like, damn, I got to just let this video out. So the second I released it, I was like, oh my God, Dylan's going to be so embarrassed. So like embarrassed. he hasn't really so done it yet. I was like, he hasn't done it yet, but I know it's going to be happening for a while. So like, he's going to appreciate it. Eventually. Yeah, I definitely appreciate it now. So thanks for that. It took a second, but I literally hated oh, you when it happened. You're I'll welcome. tell you that. <laughs> I know. I, know. I literally I was just it. like, I, I was it. watching it. And it, as it started going, I, my heart just sunk. And I was just like, what the fuck is this? And then I just like, I people were coming up, I but know. like now I totally, I totally appreciate it now. I totally well, especially, appreciate it So thank you for it. Well, well, the sentiment was like, oh, you know, of course, buddy. But I think you probably felt weird because we know a lot of people in the health. Yeah, it just felt too, like a lot of that were doing a lot it. Of attention, <laughs> but it was just. But anywho, so so yeah, you had a so story though. People are starting to come in now, and it's interesting because everyone I'm treating now had it a month ago, um, and so like now they're starting to feel better enough they got discharged from the hospital and now they're like trying so physical therapy's in like people are like i don't understand like why do they need massage and like obviously that's not what i'm doing it's like with home care it's like you're trying to get them back functional in their home so like some people have been bedridden for x amount of days and like they were they're super deconditioned and like just to get to the bathroom is like really exhausting for them so like building up the endurance again um to get them back to like their normal mm -hmm. life so oh, oh shit. did we cut out I just hung up on Dylan. <laughs> Whoops. And he's, uh, he's calling me. Yeah. Hey, sorry I hung up on you. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> um, so, so like, yeah, like that's like a lot of my caseload is just like basically like endurance training mm -hmm. and like around the household training. So I go and see um, this woman. Uh, she was one of my evals of the day, and uh, <clears throat> she was in like her. She she was saying that her like leg was in a ton of pain. Like her leg was in so much pain, she couldn't move her leg. Her husband was like, "Yeah, like ever since she came home, like every time we try and move her, like she she screams and she's in just so much pain. Her legs in so much pain. Oh my god, her legs in so much pain." The daughter's like, "Yeah, like I try and come in and I'm helping her like." change or whatever and she she doesn't want to do any like she doesn't want to roll over like it's such a problem because she's in so much pain i'm like okay like did she ever have pain before this happening and she was like no like they didn't have any pain and like i'm looking at her legs and like there's nothing like it looks any different than the right leg it just seems you know like a leg and i'm like there was like a little bit of swelling and i was just like okay like that's interesting but so i touch her leg with my one with an index finger at like barely like a as if like barely putting my finger on her skin, like mm -hmm. barely. And she howled. And I was just like, Ooh, that's, that's interesting. Like that, that seems like an over exaggerated response. Do you think? Um, so I'm just, so I'm like, all right, like that's interesting. So like, I just start, I touch her right leg and she's like, Oh, like her right leg, her right leg hurts now. And like her left. And then I like go back to touching her left leg and like her left leg hurts. And then I was just like, all right, let, let me like just try and like talk to this person. So like I, 
like this is when this is this is Dylan PT coming in hot. So bear with me. So I, I like we're, kneel we're down. So I'm like eye level with her. So like I do that a lot with I'm like really trying to like connect with a person. I like get like on the same level as them. So like they I'm not like looking down at her and I'm like talking to her. I'm like, listen, like I know like what you just went through is probably like super crazy. And like it must have been so insane, like being in the hospital 17 days. Like I can't imagine what that would have been like. But like, do you feel safe now? And she's like, what do you mean? I was like, do you feel safe? Like you're in your home. You're with your family. It's good to be home like you beat this thing like you're on the other side of it you should feel safe and she was like no i feel scared and i was like scared of what and she's like i don't know <clears throat> so like i just basically like just kept talking to her and talking to her and talking to her and i was like making her laugh and shit and i was just like trying to po i was just like really talking to her and like trying to make her laugh so i was like all right what's your happy place this is like when i what i tell people if like i realize people are just like in like a, one of those like very heightened states. I was like, what's your happy place? And I was like, do you want to go on a trip? Where do you want to go? And she's like, I just want a hundred thousand dollars. I'm like, perfect. Me, you, your husband, hundred. <laughs> I go, me, you, your husband, hundred thousand dollars. Oh my God. We're at a casino. I just put all the money on black. We won. We're up to like 250 K right now. We're good living. All right. Now that we, we got some money, I got to move your leg a little bit. Okay. So I was like, listen, we're going to go as, as she, this woman said she hadn't moved her leg in like 14 days or some shit. So I was like, we're going to move your leg, okay, and it's we're going to do this together. You're going to lead the charge. I'm going to be with you the whole time. So I grab her leg, and I touch her leg now, and, like, I, like, touch it very – she has no pain now. So I'm like, okay, like – I just felt like it was just very over-exaggerated. So I was like, I bet, like, if I just calm this lady down, I bet I could touch her leg. So I touch her leg. We start moving her leg a little bit. We start moving – like, we moved it one time. I, I relax. I give her a round of applause. I'm like, oh, my God, so brave, so crazy. Like, you're killing it right now. You're a miracle – worker i love you oh my god and she's laughing or whatever so i was like all right we're gonna move i'm getting again. fucking emotional on this side of the camera <laughs> anybody else getting emotional so i like move her leg like two or three more times and she's like she's like so proud i'm like oh my god like you're amazing her husband's like videotaping her move her leg and shit and i'm like this is amazing like you're so you're so great so i get back down i like give her a little bit of breath and she's just like huffing and puffing just from like that amount of work but i was just like I feel like this lady's just like, she was, and probably, like, I'm not a clinical psychologist to make this diagnosis, but it seemed like she was just traumatized by, like, the experience of, like, what it must have been like being in the hospital during this crazy-ass pandemic and, like, going mm -hmm. through having this and, like, coming out the other side of it. So, like, it seemed like she was just in this state. So I was like, all right. I get back down there. I was like, okay, it doesn't have to happen today, but I want you to know that, oh, and by the way, me and you are best friends now. I love you. I hope you love me back. I think we have a very funny banter back and forth. And mind you, it was just me talking the whole time, but I just said that just to make her laugh. I was like, <laughs> we have this very funny banter where, like, I do a lot of talking and you just, like, agree with me. It's hilarious. I love it so much. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I was like, listen, it doesn't have to happen today, but it's going to happen at some point in our newfound friendship that me and you are going to start walking. What do you think about that? And she was like, I don't know. I'm so scared. Like, blah, blah, blah. I was just like, I think that we could do it today if you really wanted to put your mind to it. Like, I really think you could do it today. I don't know. I think you could do it. I think you could do it. So I eventually get her. She's like, agrees with me. I'm like, all right, like, I'm going to lead the way and you just kind of take the ride. So I like sit her up and she, but now we're sitting for the first time. And like, she's like breathing. And I'm like, how are you doing? How are you doing? She's like, I'm doing fine. So like slowly but surely, I like bring her to the edge of the bed. And her like feet literally touched the ground. She said it was the first time her feet hit the ground in like two weeks. So I was like, all right, like let's try and stand up. So I was like, are you ready? And I, I like picked her up and she just like, I feel like that was like, I picked her up and like then after that, I like sat her down and like getting her back in bed was like, that was the one part where like she kind of gave up. 
but it almost seemed like it was such a mental effort just to like get to the point of like being able to stand that like that it was just like that was her max of like what she could have taken so like I had to put her back and like it took like five minutes to kind of calm down she was saying she was in pain again but then like five minutes later I just started talking to her again and then I was like touching her leg and I was like see like it doesn't you don't pain your leg and then I was like all right I'm gonna see you next week that was that was one of the sessions dude that was a beautiful story crazy right Oh my God, you're an angel. You did deserve that video. <laughs> yeah. After now, that this... shit, I was just like, yeah, I, I deserve this fucking video for sure. Now, but now, I, but let, up to that me... point, Joe, up to that point, like, I did not feel that was a moment where I was just like, wow, like, this, this time's about to get crazy. If, like, oh. more of this shit starts coming in, because, like, all these people had COVID a month ago. So, like, mm-hmm. this is, like, now I'm seeing them a month later. So, like, presumably. Like a month from now, I'm going to be treating the people who got it now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it just like put a lot of things in perspective. And I was just like, it was uh, it was pretty cray. Listen, I, I, I seriously, like that's a, you're an angel. But yeah. having said that, that doesn't mean that I don't think you're an asshole. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> Dude, I'm like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. That's what my no, mom used you're to, not my bad. Mom used you're to, not that bad. My mom used to call me that, <laughs> Doctor. Well, I think that this is just this is just mental. We have mental problems. That's why we yeah. love each other so much. <laughs> yeah, dude. I could be a super good guy, but I'm also fucking crazy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, buddy, yo, I'm gonna hug. I'm giving you like a, a camera hug right oh, now. Oh, thanks, bro. You're it welcome. was dope, though. It was like that was a really cool. That was really cool. And as yeah. that was happening, I was just like, wow, this is a wild experience doing this shit. I mean, you're going to look back on all this shit and be like, whoa. Yeah, for sure. Like, that, look what look what we were doing here. In the thick of, like, in New York, like, in the thick yeah, of the shit. Yeah, wor- like, it's the worst place in the, in the world, really. I mean, other yeah. than, I think, one country, maybe, two countries that have more cases than New York. So it's crazy. Cray. So crazy. That's crazy, dude. That was a beautiful story. I'm glad you told that story. Yeah, I don't think now, I think that's a good like that's a good story. I think, I think. I think it's a great story. I feel weird. About, would, I don't know how that works, but I was I'm reading a book about um, that's written by a clinical psychologist, and he talks about like patient stories and shit. So like, I do think it's okay. It's and that I think okay and I think that's a story of like the good thing about I mean like from what I've seen so far with like I'm on the recovery side of COVID, and like the people, God willing, like the people who make it out of it, like it's like the worst part seems to be over. So like, you know what I mean? Like I'm doing a mm-hmm. job, but the worst for this person's over. So it's just like kind of getting them back even more. I don't know. I'm kind of, yeah. But when you're over. dealing with, when you're dealing with, cause you're, I'm assuming most of the people you're dealing with are older. Like when you're dealing with older people, it's like, just like this lady, like it's, it's going to be like being in the hospital for two weeks when you're older is different than being a 25 year old being in the hospital for two weeks mentally, physically. Like everything. I just think that like the mental aspect of there is clearly and you're getting faced um, with like death for the first time. Yeah, at, there's at clearly a too. mental a mental component of this that's like I'm seeing in everyone I treat. Yeah, well, I think the fear, like that lady said, she was scared, like. Dude, but she I was mean, saying that. 80... She kept saying that, and I was just like, "She's scared to move her leg." Probably not, right? Like, she's probably not. No, she's just she's just in shock. She's like, just in she's shock. Like, yeah, like she's like, "Yo, I'm eighty something years old. I'm not in the best shape ever. I just went through this disease that people my age are dropping like flies from." 
Yeah. And like you're you're faced with this like traumatizing situation for the first time. Like it makes it very real. Like you could be it's old, very real until you're until you're faced with actual scenario where you may not make it out. Like it probably you probably don't really think about it that much. Yeah. You know. Perks of being a physical therapist slash clown, dude. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I have these set of skills. I have these set of skills that's really gonna help you out, but like I'm also a clown, so it works out. I dress yeah, up like you better, an, laugh. I dress you better up laugh, like, though. I dress up like an elf on the weekend sometimes, so like you're in really good hands. Dude, you're gonna start like <laughs> showing up to your you're gonna start showing up to appointments dressed like a jester or some shit. <laughs> For sure. Why like, not? I'm here to make you smile and I'm walk. Here to make, but, like, people, it's such a combination. Like, if I, yeah. straight up, like, I was thinking about this. I was just like, damn. Like, I took that woman from literally telling me she wasn't able to move her leg to standing up and, like, standing up. Like, she was standing up. And I'm like, I don't know if I would have been able to. Like, th- she had such a wall up that mm-hmm. I don't think I would have been able to get her there if i didn't like do all that work to like mm-hmm. which is just crazy and it was like to break down the wall it was just it was so fast like i was just like we're gonna do this shit and it was just like the key if anyone needs a tip about that just talk really really fast because then they just are, <laughs> you just confuse they just keep dude super positive the, and very fast like that's dude, what i do you know what it is you know what we'll call it we'll call it the vince vaughn effect you ever see Vince Vaughn go on yes. a rant and you're laughing, but you have no idea what he really <laughs> yeah, said? You yeah. just crack it up. That's Dude, what you got to do. One, that, that's actually really funny because something I always think about is a line that Vince Vaughn had in the internship or the intern. Oh, I was just talking about that movie yesterday. And with- it's when he's uh, he's getting the, the guy who's the like head of the intern program, like hates Vince it's Vaughn on so the line. much. You know that he's the Indian guy? Yes. I don't know his name. Um, I love that guy. Yes. He says something like he's just basically like shitting on Vince Vaughn and Vince Vaughn's like in the, the Google cafeteria, like eating all the free food and shit. Yeah. <laughs> he's, yeah, like, he's, taking- he's like, you're not going to get me not to like you. Like, I don't care what you say. I know you're trying to bring me down, but you're not going to get me not to like you. And I was just like, that's a really good, uh, funny mentality. Just get yourself out of yep. everything. Just like it's someone shitting amazing. on you. Like, that's a really good mentality. So that's kind of what I was just like doing. I was just like, I'm going to get in here. I was just like, we're going to move. We're gonna we're best friends now. We love each other. That's what best friends do for each other. It's <laughs> just like you say crazy ass shit like that. It works. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's a beautiful. It's like it's just an art form. It really is. Just it like is. anything else. Talking to people, man. That's what you gotta do for real. It's a really good tool to have in your toolbox. Really 100%. good. Um, yeah. Also helps to be devastatingly good looking. Mm, well, but, they can't tell because I have a but, they have a fa- I have a face mask on. They could tell. They could tell. Yeah, they could tell it in my eyes. Probably. You could try. Yeah, they could tell. Devastating handsome. Imagine. <laughs> beautiful I, baby I, That's I'm going to keep that. Listen, I know you can't see me right now, but I'm also a really handsome guy. So, like, the fact that you're spending this <laughs> afternoon for, with, like, a young, handsome guy, like, you're killing it right now. <laughs> you're doing way better than most people your age, girl. <laughs> you're looking good. I'm looking good. Yeah, we have a little bit of PPE on, but come on. We're hanging out. The, well, whatever, man. We're having a good time. <laughs> you're standing up. You'll be twerking by Wednesday, girl. Yeah, don't worry about it. I do say, like that's literally <laughs> stuff that I say all the time. I don't think I've I've actually said twerking to patients before, but not in that context exactly. But that's pretty ridiculous. I digress. So Friday was a good day. I did, however, boy. Um, I thought of this. I thought of this joke um, that 
the hospital workers are being compared to like they're calling us frontline workers or we're on the front Mm -hmm. lines and it's like reference to war and like we're at Mm -hmm. war with this virus and shit and like if Mm -hmm. if this is if that's all true then what else is true then i'm like a soldier who's going to war every day and i'm like after that long ass day i was just like you know I've never heard of soldiers who go fight battles all day and then have to do paperwork about what fucking happened for four hours afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm off on my Sunday and I got to sit here and, like, document all this shit that I saw on Friday. I'm like, oh, like, why can't we, why can't, it's like, there be a program that just, like, sucks the experience out of my brain and just, like, checks that I did everything good and just fucking pay for the insurance companies. Joe, we, yeah, come so, on, maybe that's so, something yeah. you could fucking figure out, dude, because like, oh, I got nothing to, I got nothing to do that with that, pal. That sucks. Nothing. Oh my god, healthcare in America. I'll tell you what. Woo, it's not great. I'll tell you what, it's pretty it's pretty fucked up that you're you're I mean, that's probably most places, most countries, but I know. like you're you're basically helping everybody and then you have to like not only did you go through all this trouble to help all these people, but then it's like, fuck you here, write a bunch of shit <laughs> <Yeah>. down. <laughs> write all this shit down so people can make money. And I'm just like, I yeah. just want to go home and hold my teddy bear. <laughs> <laughs> eat Talenti gelato. Oh my god, eat Talenti, dude. Um, so I, yesterday, I kind of talked talk to you about this already, but I had a weird day. I really wanted to do... Um, I wanted to to do a bunch of TikToks because mm. I've been watching a ton. And I, we haven't like put anything on TikTok in a while. Well, I do. And, and I was like, "Ooh, I wonder." Watch it. <laughs> yeah, dude, what is going on with our TikTok? I'll let you go, and Can then I'll go on that? like my TikTok rant. Okay, these will probably be this will probably be the the end of our of our shtick. But um, no, fuck. Let's talk about the TikTok thing first. Actually, I got it. We, we're right on it. Let's just talk about it. what the hell is going on. Well, I'm just like. First of all, I it doesn't. It's not possible I to see only joke, get four views on. I something. see. I saw a joke that's like, like I've seen a lot where like millennials don't belong on TikTok, and like I totally agree. And I've had moments of just like, why am I on this shit? Like, I don't need to be here, but like for attention reasons and like reasons that I believe in. Like, I know I need to be here, but I'm just like annoyed mm-hmm. that I'm there. You know, like I yeah, like the yeah, over sure. my overarching thing is just like I've always hated social media and like I still hate social media, but I need it because like in today's day and age, it's like a lot harder to I it's it's, it's a really good tool to have if you have a good social media presence for like business and uh, like you just you you just don't look at it as you can't look at it as like social media like you can't look at it as like a consumer of the content. You have to look at it as like, oh, this is just like me putting shit on YouTube. Yeah, you're right. Like this is just, you it's know what I mean? It's like, it's worth, exactly. I think of it as advertising. Like, that's, that's I rarely think about it. it that way. So it's just like, I was just on TikTok and I was just like, I fucking hate this shit. <laughs> yeah, it's stupid. Oh. A, a lot, it's not stupid, but like a lot of the, a lot of the principles that like make things successful on TikTok are just so dumb. I wish I didn't think that I needed to be there, you know? I know. Like that's know. what it comes down Listen, to. Like, you're telling I think me. I need to be here, but, but I wish I didn't think that. Bro, and that and that's the realization I came to while I was like, I'm literally brainstorming, I'm like writing down ideas. I'm like, all right, what the fuck kind of videos can we make that are interesting and funny? And I'm like writing ideas down. As I'm doing it, I'm just like, I'm like forcing myself into this stupid mind frame to think about things to go on this stupid app, like, fuck this. I'm doing something else. <laughs> yeah. So I decided. So I decided to start writing down just like oh right, ideas holy shit, could, we haven't gotten here. Yeah, 
Yeah, so I, I start writing down ideas that could potentially be jokes. And the method that I took was like, all right, I'm going to pick like a life experience or like an emotion and just write everything funny that, that's happened to me in that emotion and like go from there. So I started with childhood insecurities. And some of these are so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like some of these, I definitely can't speak to you right now, but some of these, I feel like you've definitely experienced and you are they need childhood to, insecurities I need to, that like you still allow to like dictate your life today. Some of them are like childhood insecurities. Some of them are more so childhood, like, like, tr- like moments that were like shocking and like maybe ca- either caused an insecurity or caused like, just confusion just a, a and like what, made me start thing. asking questions. Yeah. yeah, like asking questions about shit, being like, "What? Like, huh? Wait, what?" So, <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Oh god. Just, just go. Okay. Just go. Don't think okay. about it. The first one on the list. I'm gonna read the first one on the list. The first time I saw my dad's penis oh. is the first one on the list. Yeah, that was. We could skip over that. Was that was confusing for me too, but, but we don't need to be that. Way. Do you remember that though? As like a four year old. Like seeing a grown man naked, being like, "What does that's what uh, that's what it what?" Like, yeah, I remember just what I remember. <laughs> I remember seeing like other kids like at the urinal. Like, I remember in elementary school, like just someone just wasn't close enough to the urinal, and it was just you know the kids who like pulled their pants down like all the way to pee. Like, element, boys' elementary yeah. school bathrooms, just, like, weird things happen sometimes. And, like, one kid was just, like, really sure. far away, and I just, like, saw his little dingling, and it looked super <laughs> odd. And I was just like, wait, like, other, I guess other people's things look different than, uh, like, yeah. I guess it just, like, people's things look totally different. Like, you could have totally different, there was options, like, that's what I thought. Like, you had, yeah, like, you, you had, don't you know, like, I didn't know a, they could look you different. Style B, and it was just, like, exactly. Yeah. I totally that, – that totally happened to me and stuck with me for a really long time. And also you don't think of the – like when you're little, you don't really know what your penis is for. Like you're just like, oh, this is like part of my body. You don't realize it's going to grow. So like – or you don't even think it needs to grow. You have no idea that there's use totally. for it. So like I remember seeing a grown man naked and just being like, how is that even going to end up happening for me? Like I'm such a small person. It doesn't make sense yeah. to me. So that was very confusing. So that was the first one. What else you got? Um, in when I was young, I I still pick my nose immensely, and I'm not even ashamed of it. But when I was a little kid, I was super ashamed of picking my nose, but I couldn't stop because it was so dope. So I remember I used to. You can't see me right now, but I used to like in the middle of class, I would put my hands over my nose, like like almost like a, like cupping my nose, and I would pick my nose with one hand and like cover it with the other hand thinking nobody knew what i was doing bro yes and i thought nobody knew what i was doing and i would just be front row of class just how weird were you digging for gold i feel like you were way weirder than like my brain tells me i was pretty weird but like i hung out with the not weird kids because i played sports but i was so Mm. weird no i was like that too like yeah like i was very weird i think that's why we're friends today that's a hundred percent why we're friends today. I don't get along with people who were super cool from like kindergarten mm. on. Yeah, you know. Are you eating? I'm having some watermelon. You bastard! That sounds amazing. 
That's um, really funny, though, that you got. were that kid who would, like, pick his nose like that. So, I, all right, the last one I'm going to even mention, because the rest are just ridiculous. I can't even get started. The last one I'm going to mention is I was – I grew up in such a competitive household for, like – and I don't even think I realized – I didn't realize it was competition and I, I still notice it today when I like go home. Like it's all like everybody's fighting yeah, for in, like whether it's the yeah. spotlight or like the last word. You're oh, probably in the a last word scenario, is right? the last word. The last Yeah, and you don't even realize that's what you're doing until like you reflect like a psychopath like I was doing. So like I was in such a competitive household that like I look at my relationship with my brother and I realized like I was the worst older brother. I used to like, like, cause I was on this earth for two years before that little shit even like was created. So like, I guess I was like used to just being the only one. So like if Frankie, my little brother was like doing something good, I would immediately like basically jump in front of him and do something else that was like <laughs> equally like, like I would straight up just like steal spotlight from him, like straight up. That, you, like, should, you should tell him sorry for that. He probably would appreciate it. I have apologized for it. Hey, actually, we were like, like five, I man. I like, used to steal the spotlight from you. I really, I really didn't mean it. And Frank is just like, I really needed to hear that. Thanks. I think honestly, he doesn't admit it, but I think he needed. Yeah, to hear for it. sure, like, I think dude. He really affected. I was like a younger sibling. Oh like all the things that like my older sister did that like I tried to like make her apologize for. Like when she when you do get it, you're like fucking thanks, yo. Holy shit. Don't you don't you wish you had a you had an older sibling like me who just came out and did it without being asked? <laughs> like, is that nice? It is. That's good shit, dude. So, so I made a list of all the things I used to like steal the spotlight on from him, and they're they're so mean. So like, one of them, the first one I wrote down was that I used to like if Frankie ate more of his food on his plate than me, I felt like I lost, so I would just keep eating. I think that's why I eat so much. I would just keep eating until I ate the most at the table. Because I had yeah, to win the eating problem. problem. Huge problem. That's, a, I, well, that's, re- that's some deep thinking you did, dude. I know, bro. I, wow, I, I really today. appreciate that thought. That's really digging. Yeah. I love that you started I, with dude, your I'm dead penis for... and here we are deep in your psyche. It's lead with this shit, bro. Well, that, they're so <laughs> – yeah, it's so volatile. I, I needed to lead with dad's penis just to like set the tone and like realize where how crazy I was being. This you got to start yesterday. with the richness. Don't so, lead in with a, your dad's dick. <laughs> Even though Well, you know, my dad – you know, hey, dad, saw your <laughs> dick a couple times. It was weird. All right. So next one I wrote down was my athletic ability. Now, my brother wasn't – a big athlete and that was pretty obvious pretty early so like it was never really like i was trying to one-up him in the athletic like thing i just used to try to make him play sports with me so that i could beat him which Yikes. was so fucking mean and it got to a point where like like in the beginning he wouldn't do it so like there's a story that i always tell and I used to fucking smash my brother with snowballs because like he wouldn't throw – he would throw them back and he couldn't throw that hard. So I would just like pelt him with snowballs. And one day my mom was like, Joe, if you hit your brother with a snowball, you're grounded. Don't touch him. He's like traumatized. Please stop beating him up. So I was like, OK, fine. I'm not going to throw a snowball at him. So just to like be an asshole, I made an – like I had this ice ball and I was, he was all the way at the other end of my backyard. And I'm like, I'm not strong enough to throw this that far. I'm just going to try to be like – show my mom how good I can, how good my arm is. Like how yeah, good that, I can throw. Like I have to let her know. 
Like I have to, she obviously has to know how great her son is. Like she needs to know. So I'm going to show her right now. So I fucking throw this thing as far as I can and knock my brother on his, like I hit him right in the mouth, right in the face (laughs) And and basically knock him unconscious. He falls over. He's in the snow, like hyperventilating, sobbing. And I run over. I'm like, don't tell mom, don't tell mom, like, please. Oh my God. Like. It was so bad. So, yeah, I used to fuck my brother up because I just needed to win. You know, that was one. But th- that's, I mean, I was just making a list of all listen, this crazy shit. As someone shit, who's dude. a third-party viewer on you and Frankie's relationship, I think you both need to work on things. But you should totally let your bro know that you're sorry about these things. I bet it would go a very long way. I have. I told you. I've apologized many times for these it's things. It's so. And he's appreciated them. But holy shit. I think I still do it, though. That that's is the, the problem. problem. Like. Apologies, I don't think I've changed that much. Apologies don't mean anything unless you uh, change, you know? I know, but like, you don't, do you I don't do it on purpose. from Frankie still? How? No, I don't think I do. I don't think you do. I think that but like how I, I've seen you, I think that you're always looking out for him now. Thank you. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, That's I don't think, saying. I wouldn't say that you try and steal a spotlight from Frankie now, but... And you're looking out for him, but maybe he's just not taking enough time to see the new version of you. You know, I don't know. So deep, so, so deep, deep, so deep. <laughs> All right, so the last, the last one I want to mention. This is the last one. Abort. Um, do you remember the first time you learned, like, whether it was what sex was or like any sort of sex? Like there was, like, when there was such thing as like sex. Like, do you remember? That moment yeah. in life. Okay. Now, I remember that moment in life. And I learned at lunch one day in like, I think it was second grade. No, third grade. First grade? Something like that. I learned at lunchtime. And it was from this girl, Taylor Duenas. And I had a crush on Taylor Duenas. I think you've told so the story. I had a crush on the... Have I told the story where I said the sex yeah. thing with the brother? Yeah, you have. I have told the story. So that's that's one. a good story. So we'll skip that one. That's a great story. So that was the la- the other one I wrote down. So yeah, I went a that's little good, weird dude. yesterday. I like it a lot. Very interesting stuff. I think yeah. all that would play in a in a comedic stage. There's something in all in them. Not all of them. But hey, there's every idea. What do we like about ideas? Ideas, ideas, ideas. We're the ideas guys. Remember? We're the we ideas, are ideas guys. guys. Well, Sometimes. I d- I- Say it three times. We come up with really good shit. Sometimes, you know, we don't come up with good shit, but we're always trying. You got. Yeah, that's what you got to do. You got to try. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's bad. Hold the good ones. Fucking trash the bad ones. Hell yeah! Let's end there because it's an hour in, and I feel like it's going to be a hard time for people to listen to an hour of us without their commutes. But. If you still are with mm-hmm. us all the way at the end of this one hour, we're so happy that you made it this far. I appreciate you listening to us still during this time. We're glad that we could be a part of your I'm, freaking weeks. Dude, I'm a pre- I'm so appreciative of anybody who's taken the time to listen to us yeah. during this whole during this whole thing, man. We really appreciate your support and um we crave Some people it, have been talking to so us and we really it. appreciate that. So if you're someone who hasn't talked to us yet, Reach out. Let's. Yeah, reach out. Yo, join us in the morning. I'm telling you, it's a great way to start your day. We have a good time. We want to hear from you. It's a good way for us to like chat with each other. It's been pretty dope. Definitely join us in the morning. That's what I like to say.
Make your Huge bed w. and then lay on top of your bed and watch us and then start your day. Two freaking wins <laughs> yeah, back yeah. to back. All right. Love Beautiful. you guys. Talk to you next week. Peace. Love y'all. Peace.